Welcome to a Skin Depth Convo. I'm Annika Garagis. This is a show focused on educating and inspiring all those in the skincare and beauty industry. But it is also a show for those who are looking for ways to improve themselves from the inside out. Or maybe you're looking to further your beauty education with a little entertainment and a great conversation along the way. We'll have plenty of that thanks to our two expert hosts, part of the founders of Lyra Clinical, Metaxi Delakis and Francine Kagaraikis, who'll be joining me in just a bit. Now, in the first three parts of our CBD series, we debunked myths, discussed navigating the topical CBD market, and broke down the difference between full spectrum, broad spectrum, and isolate. You can listen to all the previous episodes by subscribing to a Skin Depth Convo, but today we'll discuss the ECS, the endocannabinoid system. It's a big term, but it's also a big part about why CBDs work for the skin. Ella Cressman will join us once again for the roundtable discussion. She's a licensed esthetician and part of the education team for Lyra Clinical. Ella will break it all down along with Metaxi and Fran. But before we get into our CBD roundtable, here's a word from Lyra Clinical. Lyra Clinical takes today's skincare to the next level. Using cutting-edge technology and the best high-quality ingredients, Lyra gives you brighter, healthier, younger-looking skin. With award-winning products, advanced education, and innovative skincare philosophies, Lyra Clinical is redefining aesthetics and offering superior products and treatments that produce remarkable results. It's beauty from the inside out. Be bright, be beautiful, Lyra Clinical. Now, our CBD series continues as we go further into understanding how they work with our system, the endocannabinoid system, the ECS, WTF. What's the function? That's a WTF we mean. Get your mind out of the gutter there, Fran. I didn't say <laughs> anything. Maybe you saw something in Maybe. my face. Just a little something there. All right. So, <laughs> joining us once again is Ella Cressman. Ella is a licensed esthetician, certified organic formulator, also an educator on cannabis and hemp for Lyra Clinical. Again, does so much more. And we talked about it in the last episode. Ella, thank you once again for joining us. Thank but you. I'm so excited to be here. We're having fun here. Yeah. Now, first off, let's talk about the ECS. What's its function and how does it work? The ECS, our endocannabinoid system, is a vastly reaching body system that we don't get to hear a lot about either from our doctors or from as skincare professionals. We, we didn't really learn about those systems. And it's unfortunate because the function of the endocannabinoid system is to provide or establish balance. And the endocannabinoid system does that by communicating with all the other body systems. And it's really fascinating, has a, a vast reach, and it's imperative for survival. Interesting. Ella, how did they miss that? How did they not tell us about the endocannabinoid system in school? I think it's sad, <laughs> but it's coming. Uh, the understanding and the addition of that, you know, they're now teaching it in medical schools and our doctors are open to hearing more and more about it. So it's a matter of time before it ends up in our aesthetic textbooks. Really, to be honest, the reason we didn't hear much about it is because it wasn't discovered until the late 1980s right. and named until the early 1990s. And if you think about the evolution of understanding the cannabis plant, if we look at CBD or cannabidiol, the molecule that was first discovered in 1940 by an American scientist, Dr. Roger Adams. Then they discovered THC, but they didn't understand that THC was the intoxicating component mm -hmm. until the 1960s. And that was Dr. Raphael Meshulam from Israel. And then we have the bad rap that THC has brought the stigma that THC, the, the fun, <laughs> the, <laughs> the good fun stuff. cannabinoid, the really good stuff. <laughs> we have the stigma that, that that's brought along and all the misunderstandings and the propaganda, really, when you understand the history of the plant. 
You said um, the 1960s. That's funny because that's when people started enjoying it. I was part of that era, the hate really, Ashbury friend? days and all that. Really? So. Bet you were enjoying it. <laughs> I bet no, you I were. was. I was very young at the time. No, no, my parents were immigrants, so there was no letting us go near no. anything. You couldn't like go that. near anything. No, no, not at all. Well, that's the negative association there, right? Absolutely, the hippies. That's right. Yeah. Which now I have a different opinion completely about it. But the nice part is, so they knew about it. You said in the 60s. So how did they find out you said in which scientist dr Raphael mishulam uh discovered that thc was the intoxicating component so it took from the 1960s until the late 1980s they and during that time those decades of research they were trying to find out okay this makes you high but how <laughs> right so they had to trace it back and in the process of tracing it tracing back the function or where the communication happens they realized that there were these receptors in the body mm. that perfectly fit with the THC molecule. So wow. that means, therefore, if then, mm -hmm. then we must organically, endogenously create something very similar to this compound. So at that point, THC is known as a phytocannabinoid for named after the cannabis plant, of course. Mm -hmm. And here it communicates with uh, something in our bodies. And then they found shortly thereafter that our bodies actually produce very similar compounds, now known as endocannabinoids. So we are a part of cannabis. Well, it cannabis, is a part of us. Cannabis was definitely, it communicates directly with our body. So we are okay. born and, and have evolved to, to benefit from it. So is it kind of like example that we need like fatty acids and omega-3s in our bodies? What You need that to help your body from the inside out. So you eat a lot of salmon or a lot of foods that have a lot of fatty acids and omega-3s in them. Is that kind of the same type of thing that basically you need that? Not that you need that to survive, but it helps certain parts of your system? Absolutely. A little bit beyond that, too, is that we don't have an omega fatty acid system. We have an endocannabinoid system. Okay. Our bodies are, are built to create our own and to receive support from plants in this form. And with that, speaking of essential fatty acids, it's not just like you can have those compounds alone and have the effect. You need to make sure that you're pairing it. And we can get into this a little bit later, but whether you're applying topical or ingesting cannabinoids, okay. that you have to pair it with an essential fatty acid for appropriate communication. Yeah, I was going to say, so what are some type of ways, I guess, to help improve the system? How do you improve that endocannabinoid? I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoid. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? What's the correct pronunciation? Potato, potato. Potato, potato. Who says so, potato, by the way? I know we say that tomato, tomatoes. Like, who says tomato? It's a fancy. Right. I'm going to have a tomato sandwich. Cannabinoid is more clinician speak, okay. and cannabinoid is more uh, traditionally dispensary speak. Okay. And so they're both right. Just kind of depends on what circle you're running in. So I say endocannabinoid uh, because I work in a therapeutic area. So both are right. So the science world knew in the 80s how important it was to have phytocannabinoids in the system and how it worked with the endocannabinoid system in humans. Am I right? Well, they found, yeah, they found, oh my gosh. I can only <laughs> imagine what that conversation was. <laughs> what the function is this? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. There, Here is this plant that supports a function. We are onto something big. And so then the research began to continue from there. They're operating in a political climate which is not favorable or not really open at that time to mm -hmm. cannabis. We started seeing a little bit, you know, domestically here in the US, some states maybe considering, you know, the use of cannabis as a whole for post-cancer treatment or, you know, some glaucoma, different things. But it, everyone else was still riding on that Nancy Reagan saying just say no train. 
Right. So even despite that, even despite having to wade through all of the drama, for lack of a better term, they continued on with understanding it. And in understanding it, they found that there's at least two receptors, the CB1 receptor and CB2 receptor. They found that CB1 receptors are found mainly in the central nervous system Mm -hmm. and communicate there. And CB2 receptors are found more in the peripheral nervous system and then work with the immune system and so on. In each of these, depending on where you're targeting and depends on which cannabinoid, whether it's endo or phyto, and then from there, which endocannabinoid or which phytocannabinoid, produces a response, uh, a call into action. So when you're thinking of, you know, you've just fought traffic and you're trying to get home the stresses to of the make day. dinner mm-hmm. for your kids and the laundry's not done and you have to get everything ready because you still have that presentation tomorrow and oh my God, you are stressed out. And so your other levels, uh, your cortisol and, and whatnot, just different hormones increase. That's normal. That's normal function. But if that stress level continues for days on end, now you're out of balance, right? You're completely out of balance. And so your body calls into action anandamide, which was the first endocannabinoid identified. And it's named after the Sanskrit word for bliss um, because it makes you happy. I did not know that. Yeah, very similar to THC in some people can make you happy and giggly. So anandamide is our body's version. So that's why some people who have that chronic anxiety, that long lasting (gasps) feeling benefit from the anti-anxiety effects of cannabis because it takes you from this heightened process to a lower one. So one way to think of the endocannabinoid system is like a thermostat. So in your home or in your car, you set the thermostat at a comfortable temperature. Like 72, 68, whatever it is. I like 68. I'm from Colorado. Yeah. (laughs) I'm about 70, 72. Well, for you. I heard California girl <laughs> sleeping in the cold makes you look younger. So, ooh, yes, I didn't know that. It. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> so I look there great. You, <laughs> you do. Yeah. I think just putting a little ice cube on your face would be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. So you set it at that temperature, whatever that temperature is. That is your bar, right? right. When the temperature dips below, the thermostat signals the heating system. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, bring it back up. When the temperature goes above, it signals the air conditioning system. Hey, come on down. So in a very similar fashion, this is what the endocannabinoid system does. If, if one of the systems is overperforming, it's like, whoa, girl, I'm going to need you to calm down. Come on, bring it back down to whatever temperature we set. And if any system is underfunctioning, we need you to bring it up. Come on, you need to step it up. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what the endocannabinoid system does. So when we look at things products that we are bombarded with and we see them you know at the gas station or at the grocery store or everywhere really anywhere you go you're gonna find it you're gonna find it any type of form from coffee all the way to any type of cream you want Ooh, good drops remind me to bring something up about that because you do see it everywhere but the reason you see it in every different kind of product for internal use and topical use and it's and it you know helps with all these things is because there is potential for that mm-hmm. there's a the potential for it to reach because the endocannabinoid system is all up in every system's business mm-hmm. and telling everybody it's like the regulator um is saying hey you stop you pick it up you know it's it's really normalizing everything that's why you have you know opportunity to take it inside and outside in our profession we look at the skin true and we look at the skin and how that works in the skin so it makes sense that there has been i mean there's been a lot more acceptance of cannabinoids in skincare in the last few years but initially it was met with a lot of hesitation and there's reason it was met with hesitation because people 
naturally like wait a minute you're telling me i could drink this in my coffee no they're doing marijuana on their face and they're wondering why do i need marijuana on my face i've heard about this the hippies have now (laughs) uh, become yuppies and now they're out there telling us to use marijuana (laughs) for everything yeah Mm -hmm. and i think the whole idea here is one thing I wanted to ask you is CBD and THC. Now you're talking about all these benefits you're going to get from cannabis. Now all the benefits that you're talking about for the endocannabinoid system, are they from CBD alone or are they from CBD with a little bit of THC? What makes the difference? Both. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes uh-huh. Check. All of the okay. <laughs> so I think you touched on a couple of things I want to look at. You said marijuana. Mm-hmm. And so marijuana is another term that has had a bad rap, really. In this, in the United States in particular, we there's a differentiation in cannabis. So cannabis is the plant species. There is hemp and there is marijuana. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the difference between the two is THC content, and that is 0.3% or three-tenths percent THC, and above is on the marijuana side, and below is on the hemp side. So we want to be clear that there is a difference. There's a difference in federal laws. There's a difference in local laws between the two. Irregardless, both contain hemp and marijuana, potentially contain cannabinoids, period, cannabinoids, period. We hear most about THC and CBD, but there there are over, I mean, they're discovering more all the time. Last count was 114. They're still counting? Well, they're <laughs> still discovering. Know. You know, they're wow. still, they're, the permission, the doors are just now opening for like, yes, let's do it. You know, let's study this hemp. Let's study all these things. So there's a lot of things we've known for centuries and now it's more like improve it. So that's coming. But the whole thing is, are they all the same? Not at all. Okay. So you asked if CBD and, and THC, the truth is there's proven clinical results for CBD. CBD has this effect on the endocannabinoid system. There's studies on it. This is called an isolate. This isolated molecule absolutely communicates with the endocannabinoid system. There's also studies that show the full spectrum is as how it's called. Of Sounds canna- like sunscreen. Full <laughs> spectrum. The full spectrum, <laughs> meaning all of the cannabinoids. Because those are terms that are very common in this industry. Absolutely. Terms I've never heard of before, in all honesty. I never realized, never really paid attention until learning about CBDs and what they do with the body. But kind of going back though, you talked a lot about internally how the ECS helps our body. Mm-hmm. But let's talk a little bit more, go a little bit further into how it helps externally with the skin. What are ways that I guess you could improve, I guess the ECS kind of works with communicating with the skin absolutely and so whether it is cbd an isolated molecule or it is a full spectrum of several cannabinoids working together in an entourage the signals that happens is you apply it and i will preface this with you need to make sure whether it's full spectrum or isolate that it's in a proper formulation to penetrate the skin i see a lot of products out there that are like water soluble or you know a bunch of marketing Mm -hmm. stuck in a bunch of chemicals and you want to make sure you have a really good formulation if you have a really good formulation it's going to penetrate the skin and isolate or full spectrum, broad spectrum, and it's going to send a message, and that message is going to be first and foremost, proven clinically, is an anti-inflammatory response. Calm yeah. down. So the delivery system is going to be very important. It's the milligrams imperative. are going to be important. The whole formulation, the entourage of whatever you're putting in is going to be important. Yes. So those are specific items we need to know before we buy any type of CBD product. You need to be a buyer beware. We really, really, really do. With all the products that have flooded the market recently, you really need to be not even educated. 
ask. You need to be able to ask the questions. What's in it? Or understand how is it extracted? What is this paired with? Because it's going to change the efficacy. What is paired with will change the milligram content that you need. What are some of the examples paired with CBD? You get into, well, I don't want to call anybody out, but bad <laughs> product is going to be in chemicals and have perfumes, for example. Oh, fragrance. Yeah. They have a lot of fragrance. It's, okay. it's going to be fragrance, mm-hmm. not terpenes, fragrance. Mm-hmm. And so, What are terpenes, by the way? Oh, terpenes are like steroid for the skin. Go, oh, those <laughs> terpenes. Terpenes are the what's up. Terpenes are another component of, and it's responsible for a lot of things. But uh, terpenes act in the skin in particular. They're a door opener. There's functional scent is what I like to say, but it's so much more than that. It opens the door and allows the cannabinoids to penetrate deeper or the other ingredients that whatever's in the entire formulation to penetrate deeper and to be more efficient. And that key also has a scent. What kind of scent is it? Well, it depends which terpene you're looking at because you have botanical terpenes and you also have cannabis terpenes. Cannabis terpenes are botanical terpenes too, but like you have limonene, for example. Limonene is found, is lemon or lime, that's citrus scent. It's found in cannabis and it's also found in oranges Mm -hmm. and and so on. Linalool is another one. that's Which is lavender. Lavender. It's found in lavender. Like that smell. So just... Whether the source, it doesn't matter. They're still having that similar function. But so you're not just masking the smell and putting some like different external botanical smell basically in there, which actually could have an adverse effect. You're actually putting something in there that has a good effect that actually partners well. Yeah, benefits. functional. So yeah. Benefits the skin. The only thing I notice is sometimes when you're using terpenes, you can use a lavender and it doesn't smell like the perfumey lavender because it's a little more real. Yeah, it's not synthetic. It's not synthetic, exactly. So you're going to have something that is a little more nature-based. Mm-hmm. But it's not as perfect, or as it actually is perfect, but we are so conditioned to be used to the fragrance. The bathroom and the spray. Synthetic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but you actually choke on it. And I do. You, yeah. I, uh, they like, don't smell. And really, if you start <laughs> understanding the differences, you're going to notice it more and more. Yeah. But getting back to answering yes, your question. Sorry. We could go off on 70 subjects because Seriously. it's fascinating. There's two things that, are, that I love in life. It's science and skincare. And in understanding cannabis, it's just like, what? This is amazing. There's so many things. So to answer the question, terpenes open the door and then they Mm -hmm. allow cannabinoids to enter into the skin and and signal into action. First and foremost, calm down. It's an anti-inflammatory. We know a lot of the conditions that people come to professional skincare practitioners for are started or caused by inflammation. So woo, yay, cannabis. (laughs) Number one. Number two, there's uh, studies that show cannabidiol in particular or CBD helps with sebocyte differentiation, which is a fancy way of saying controlling oil production. So for those of us who are dry and dehydrated and and have wah, wah, wah skin, it helps to encourage hydration in that way. It says, come on, pick it up, pick up the pace oil glands. Let's get it together. People to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for those of us who have oily skin, that's like whoa girl we need you to calm down let's just let's just take a take it back a notch and so that's really great especially when you you know as you know sebaceous filaments can lead to acne and and so on it sounds kind of like that whole regulating system that you're talking about when you're talking about keeping your home at the right temperature it's also keeping your skin basically at the right quote-unquote temperature basically keeping at the right you know the right amount of oils for your glands like I'm somebody who suffers from really dry skin and that's something that I know that certain oils are really good for my skin but you also want to be careful again about not being putting stuff that's too oily that'll make it acneic but that those type of oils actually are more balancing yes and so CBD does this so sometimes you can put an oil on it feels really good that's great but it turns off the function it signals your um, acid mantle yeah Yeah, it says hey acid mantle we got this Mm -hmm. don't worry about it sebaceous glands 
And uh, this doesn't do that. This, instead of band-aiding, it fixes it from, or aids it inside out. So it helps your body function at its so optimal it talks, rate. So what I'm hearing, it actually talks to the skin and tells it what to do yeah. and balances it instead yep. of making it oilier because actually the oil is your protection on your mm-hmm. skin. So when you have very oily skin, at that point you need to put something on so you could help balance it. And if you start stripping it too much, the skin doesn't realize that it's under attack, so it produces even more oil. So having a type of ingredient that actually communicates with the sebaceous glands and helps balance it makes a huge difference in skincare. 100%. I am still shocked that it's taken this long for the education to start becoming out there. It's just the idea that, yeah, you talked about, you said the 80s was when we really kind of understood what's going on there was a lot more awareness about it but it's just now 2020 i took anatomy in the 80s and i never (laughs) anatomy physiology i took these courses i learned all about the skin i learned all about the different systems and tegumentary system and endocannabinoids were never mentioned so i am totally shocked at this it's coming and i think we have to live in a space of being excited and grateful that finally we're getting some truthful and honest information rather than propaganda look how many years later 40 years later Woo! because of the stigma. Because, because of the because stigma. stigma and it really comes down to because it's cannabis it is but ladies we're gonna have to end it right here our time is up ella thank you so much thank you a lot of great information about the ecs ecs wtf we figured out the function thank you so much because lyra is about science discovering nature secrets and this series especially on the cannabis and your knowledge on cannabis is really all about what Lyra's philosophy is about. So thank you so much. much Secrets out. Yes, it is. (laughs) A big thank you again to Ella Cressman for joining us throughout this whole CBD series. A lot, a lot, a lot of great information and a lot of great information from both of you. But first off, Metaxia, this is the best. You're on board. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ella, we want to thank you for kind of making this happen for me and Fran. I really appreciate all your hard work. Great podcast, Anna. I appreciate this opportunity to kind of come out and say, I'm a CBD user. She's, and she's a CBD user. CBD user. Yeah, we're proud of you. Yes, thank you. Do you believe we're doing this podcast on cannabis in 2020? Well, that tells you something because this year has been such a fun year. We need skincare with cannabis. Fun year? Well, that's, that's not a word. We need a fun year with cannabis. <laughs> It's been an unusual year. It has been, but this is a great time for us to be releasing our new product. Well, I'm tell really us about excited. the product. So what is this new product that Lyra Clinical has coming out? We're so excited to introduce our new Mystique Infuse. It will be available at the end of October, and we're so excited that it will be available in the U.S., in Australia, and in Europe. This is going to be fun. It's a great time with holidays coming up. It's a great gift idea for, for anybody in your family, especially if they want some really nice skin, because what kind of effects does it have on your skin? Actually, it's really a... Uh, hydrating, healing, it brings down the inflammation. It's a booster. It's a, like no other product in the market. No, and it's a brightening and tightening. We have that our great BVOSC, lipid-soluble vitamin C, that helps with collagen synthesis. A mastica. And our great mastica, absolutely. And we have it in mastica oil, and we have mastica extract, both different forms. This product is, in, it's just a unique smell. I love that which I was always kind of... love the smell has of it, cannabis? Has it, no, but this, <laughs> this product has this really unique... It does. It is actually scent. the Mastica. Uh, all jokes aside, it is the Mastica because Isolate does not have a scent, so people don't have to worry about a product that smells like marijuana because right. there's certain people that have you know that stigma. They get a little nervous about it. I don't like the smell it. of it, but I mm. love the effect of it. So how would you describe the smell? Very, mastica. Mastica, but mastica. It, it's just very refreshing. 
I mean, it's just a really nice scent. So you really would like to put more on. I mean, it was not a harsh scent. It was a very natural scent. So what kind of a difference have you seen? Like when you compare this product to other product, uh, what kind of results do you get from this? For me, it's a quicker response to the skin. If the skin's inflamed or it needs more hydration, it just gives you that quick response. It's like having a supercharged internet. Right, it's a power healer. We're always dealing with inflammation and inflammation not only ages us, but it's not good for us. There's certain times, of course, that we do still jumpstart skincare. If we're gonna do that, we need to now use a powerful product to actually calm down inflammation. It's not a serum, it's not a cream, it's its own entity. It's so uniquely put together. The formula of this product is so unique to Lyra, and even in the market, in the skincare Mm -hmm. market, I have not seen this combination anywhere. No, and we've looked internationally too. We've looked around all over the globe and there's nothing like this. For us to be able to actually produce our own entourage effect. So we have our power entourage with the isolate. So people like Metaxia will not be nervous about using a CBD product is very unique. And I'm very happy to say Metaxia not only uses it, but loves it. There is no trace of it. So that was my fear. Well, I don't know. There's no trace of it. We have some a lot in there. No, but for me... <laughs> but for you me, don't notice it. Yeah. For me is that I, I'm not fearful of having any type of marijuana on my face. But yet again, it's within that normal so range. So it doesn't really show up in your bloodstream. It's quite high up in the ingredient deck. So we do have quite a bit of isolate, but you're not having the scent of marijuana or the scent of the cannabis because it is an isolate. So the scent that you do have is the mastija. Well, for me to put it on, that's, I I could tell you for me, I really love this product and I'm excited to have it. Well, your skin looks great. I'm going to tell you now that you've been using it, I'm seeing a huge difference. Did I knock off 10 years? Yes, you did. (laughs) I could tell from both of you how proud you are of this product. And I know there was a lot of work going into this product and getting two it out there. Two years, Anna. Yeah. Two years. Two years. And to but it wasn't our this, first product. No. This was the last and the best. Mm-hmm. We had two other prototypes, but I, they weren't as good as this one. I have to commend Ella. Ella really just kept pushing and pushing and Fran and her worked together and bringing these prototypes and presenting it to the board. It's been a lot of work on the behind the scenes, but I have to tell you that the research, the formula, the, the everything about it, the texture, the scent, everything about it is so unique to Lyra. I, I mean, I can tell you, once you try it, you'll never go back. And again, it's a big deal to see Metaxia saying that from somebody who did not want a CBD product, somebody who felt that it was not needed in clinical skincare. And when she was able to see all the clinical studies and to see how the product works, and when we were able to actually deliver clinical cannabidiol, and she's putting it on and loving it, wow, what a change. You use very little. What's really cool about this product, it's so full of these crazy ingredients that little goes a long way. So for me, I thought, okay, I'm going to have to bathe in it. But no, you really don't. (laughs) Perfect way to close our CBD series. Again, a big, big thank you to Ella Cressman for joining us with the CBD series. A lot of great information. Um, Metaxi, I'm so excited about this product. Anything else you want to mention about it? Stay tuned because we will be releasing more and more information. All of our ingredients are awesome. And Lyra's Mass Tech technology is huge. And also Metaxi's new favorite. 
Mystique infused seed with what does it have, Xia? Cannabis. That's CBD. She did it. She's all in. CBD. She's all in. All, all in right now. Again, thank you so much to both of you. An, a great series. So excited about this product. And thank you again to Lyric Clinical. We want to thank Ella. Yes. Ella, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for all your hard work and helping us do this beautiful podcast today. Yeah, we appreciate it. And please stay tuned for also we have our Hemp Hemp Away series. And Anna, thank you so much. We appreciate it. You Not did a great problem. job on this. Well, happy to be a part of this. And as always, you could email your questions to skindepthconvo at lyraclinical.com. That's skindepthconvo at lyraclinical.com. And that will do it. Do you remember the name? Infuse C. Infuse C. I have Infuse that. C. That's on my, hey, I'm getting ready. That's on my Christmas list this year. I know that's not too far away. It's be in your ready. stocking. Exactly. <laughs> Dear Santa, do you like some Infuse C for Christmas this year? You don't have to ask Santa. Just ask that's mom. True. That's true. I will ask mom. Could you imagine me giving my kids CBD for Christmas? You'll shock them. I will shock them. you absolutely shock them. Yes. Well, thank you again so much. And again, thank you to everyone. Part of the CBD series for everyone at Skin Depth Convo. Thanks for joining us. And we'll talk soon. 